Welcome to the Super Chunky Podcast with your host, Christian Burke. Today is March 31st, 2018, and this is episode one. exactly did we meet? That's a good question. It is a good question, and I'm not sure that it's one that I can answer. Right. Like, I was trying to think of that the other day, too. Like, I mean... I'm I'm pretty sure it was in between the two shops. Yes. Or, like, the two instances of W Yarn Shop. Because you didn't go to any of the interventions. Well, I rarely went to interventions. And that's, like all I ever went to. I, and then I finally towards the tail end before she closed her shop for the second time. Um, first time, first time, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, she only closed once. Once. Yeah. That's what I mean. She moved more than once. Right, right, right. Moved when she moved before she moved. Um, I started going to like the Wednesday mornings, I think, but you didn't go cause you worked, So you didn't go to those. So I don't think we had actually met until after her shop closed. Right. And then it was at the caribou Tuesday night knitting thing. And I was afraid of you at first. Yeah. See, (laughs) there were folks who knew both of us, but we had never crossed paths for some reason. You know, probably just we were at the shop at different times. I used to go on Saturday mornings a lot. Yep. um, And sometimes Tuesday nights, but not anytime during the weekdays because that, you know, pesky day job. Yeah. but which <laughs> changed during that time as well. But um, but yeah, I don't know if it was a caribou though. I think it, it might have been. No, it was caribou because it was it? at the big table. Okay. Yeah, because that was because I don't think you did any of the library ones that I set up. Well, I did the one where we found out the shop was reopening. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at that one because then it was we really had... funny because I walked in right after Kelly had announced it, and then I walked into a bunch of yelling and stuff, and I was like, "What's going on?" Right. That was kind <laughs> We're of in funny library, guys. because we all like screamed excited and then quickly shut up when because <gasps> we realized we were in a library. <laughs> yeah. It was uh yeah so yeah so clearly I don't remember it very well right. Uh, Except that, yeah, I mean, I'd heard stuff about you and I kind of felt like you were some sort of weird rival that <laughs> I, I I couldn't really figure out why because I didn't know anything about you other than other, a lot of people seem to really like you. Right, right. And but I thought they liked me. <laughs> what's not to like? So, look, what the heck? <laughs> right. Who's this guy? And what's his deal? Well, and, and guy knitters, we're so rare, you know. Right? We're like <laughs> unicorns. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Um, so that might have been a little bit of it too but yeah i just kept hearing all these amazing things about this amazing bert and like okay um so yeah so but i just i i don't remember the meeting necessarily right but i well i remember the first time that i went i think i i don't I don't remember if I sat at the table or if it was already full. So I had to sit at the chairs because I know my wife came a couple of times to the Tuesdays and she ended up writing, working on writing her book while I knit with all the ladies. Um, and I just remember like I, you would talk to people, but we didn't talk. And I don't know why, but I just I was like nervous. I, maybe my anxiety. And I was like I, the vibe I initially got, I think, was like a. I don't know if we would jive right or not. Um, And maybe it was like the second or third that I was forced to the only spot like that was open was like next to you on a you were like at a corner. And so I was at the other corner of the same corner. We were like, what, 45 degree? Is that what that is? 90 degree? Mm. 90 degree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so we were right on the corner, I think. And really I had nobody else really to talk to because everybody else was chatting away and so we started chatting and then it was like we were talking about the same things and it was like how have we not met before (laughs) right (laughs) and then it just started from there and then we started going Saturdays and yeah and now we meet every other week so yeah I was able to I work as flexible schedule at work where I have every other Friday off. So that which is nice. tends to work pretty well. Most, yeah. most every other Friday yeah. um, to be able to hang out at the shop and um, kind of catch up with. 
Except stuff. Next Friday will be the shop hop, so we won't be knitting at the shop. I know. You mean at all the shops? Right. We'll be knitting <laughs> in the car. And <laughs> except your mom doesn't get to knit, which is kind of sad. She just has to, you know, drive. It is, but you know. Well, even when she's come to the shop, she doesn't really sit and knit that much. She doesn't. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't. Yeah. So, I I did witness her knitting the other day um, when I was at her house for dinner. So. It does happen. Mm. Things get created. Um, yeah. Although she was doing a shop hop thing from Stephen B from a bunch of years ago that um, somehow the yarn isn't like the amount of yarn isn't working out. And so we, we're not exactly sure if she if she made a mistake somewhere along the way or what, but um, it still looks fine. But <laughs> she's like, I'm not anywhere near the end, but I'm almost out of yarn. <laughs> so um, it'll be fine. But then I was just wondering if maybe she could get some of my yarn that I got. And then we realized that she got sort of like greens and blues and I got like yellows and pinks. It's like, we got each other's yarn. Right. I was just going to say that's <laughs> yellow and pink. That's not you. No, but it it's really pretty. I probably should make it one of these days. It's got a, it's like a two yarn set and one of the yarns is a silk and the other one's a mohair. And you kind of go back and forth between the two and, like I should make it. I should expand my color story a little bit. Yes. So color is good. Yeah. Yeah. And then we decided since we talk all the time, and sometimes people laugh while we're talking at the yarn store, we figured we might as well record it and have fun. So, so what you drinking, Christy? <laughs> um, I am drinking a new tea that I got from Adagio Teas called Teaster Marshmallow. Oh my god, that it sounds is- amazing. As we're recording, tomorrow's Easter, so it seemed like a good choice for today. Um, yeah, it's a green rooibos. I don't know anything about green rooibos. What makes it different from other rooibos? I have no idea. Right. And then apple pieces, candy sprinkles, oh. vanilla cream flavor, apricots, and marigold flowers. Oh, my God. It's, taste, it's tasty. That's I all want I that tell so you. Well, the last one, you told me that lemon one. I went and bought that, and that box is practically gone now. <laughs> that one's a good one. It's just it a, what, I don't know if it's Tezo or Tazo. Yeah. That lemon glazed bread, the cake thing. Yeah. Yeah. Lemon glazed loaf. Yeah. Yeah. And, and my kids drank it more than I have. (laughs) It's good stuff. I don't know how they get those flavors out of what's in the packets. Right. Cause it just says uh, orange peel. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's some sort of alchemy as far as I can tell. So it's magic. magic. Yeah. And so I am, I'm drinking, um, I tried out the new Circle, C-I-R-K-U-L water bottle. I don't know if you've seen that. I have not. So it's a water bottle that it's, it's goal, I guess, is to be more eco-friendly. And so instead of having, it's a reusable water bottle, but it puts, you can put a cartridge in there for your flavor. And then it's got a dial on the top that you can turn how much flavor you want from like one to I think the highest I can go here is nine. Um, and it's good. It works. Um, the cartridge, I guess the the flavor in there is like super concentrated. Um, I was able to fill it. I had it on a five and I was able to fill the bottle like four or five times before it started running out. And I like it. I just don't like that. It's you're limited to their cartridges. Like I would like a refillable mm-hmm. option. I was going to say, I, I looked it up, I went to their website, and I, I guess I had taken a look at this. It must must have come up as like a Facebook ad or That's something. That's how I got it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I have seen it, but I wasn't really, I kind of wanted to hear from other people who yeah. tried it first. Yeah. And and I mean, the it was, I think I only had to pay the shipping, and I got two cartridges and the water bottle for free. And I put the second cartridge in now and it's good. And you can do like a subscription thing and you can get like eight, a couple boxes come to you every month of whatever flavors you pick. Um, and I guess the price is probably pretty comparable. But again, I just I wish it was something that I could just refill the cartridge with instead of keeping to having to buy more cartridges. Yeah. Eight cartridges, 62 cents a bottle fill up. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not bad. But so the, the the flavor is good? Yeah, the flavor is pretty good. I think I got a fruit punch and then a mixed berry, and both of them were pretty good. Okay. So hmm. I'm thinking I might get a box in this, but I, I don't know. My goal was to try and get rid of soda because I, I do drink way too much soda. Yeah. And I can't do just well, plain I water. Well, I still drink too much carbonated water. 
Yeah, I've been doing the. I tried the, to go off the the like bottles from Walmart and right. Just can't quite do it because then I'm just not drinking enough anything. Right, <laughs> exactly. Me too. I and I need something fizzy. And I mean, this is good. Um, it's not fizzy, obviously. Um, I just I did feel like I was going through the bottle more, which I guess maybe that's good. I was drinking more, but yeah. All right. So now, what's been new with you? We haven't seen each other since we didn't meet last Friday because I was out of town. Right. Um, yeah, there's not a lot, um, or at least, you know, stuff that anybody else would care about. <laughs> <laughs> work is always work. Right. Um, you've um, had uneventful week, unlike me. Yeah, no, I haven't had um, any appliances Blow up. suddenly choose to stop operation or, or decide um, to run away and be 600 degrees and not shut off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe my oven would do that if I ever used it, <laughs> but <laughs> well, it, it would get hot in your, your place. That's why. Uh, well, that's the thing. It's so small that it, um, well, and now with the sun and stuff, I don't even bother, but yeah, this winter I didn't really do much baking. My kitchen is getting crowded by mini appliances. Right. Like, I got a toaster oven and an instant pot. I don't use these things either, but they're taking up counter space. So I can't use, I, I, I was limited in how much I can do. I was going to ask you what you thought of your Instapot if you've used it yet, because I keep getting, since you got me hooked on that kitchen email newsletter, um, uh-huh. I've been seeing a lot of articles for instant pot. So I've been like, Hmm. Yeah. Um, it, it looks pretty on my counter. <laughs> That's what I can tell you so far. <laughs> My friend Barb, who you still have not met, um, recently Imaginary got one. Barb, yep. And she talks about it all the time. She's always posting stuff that she's using it for. Okay. So she really likes it. But she also likes to cook. I right. don't. And so right. I think I think that something like this is going to make me want to do things. And it doesn't really make any difference. Right. right. But I'm sure I'll use it eventually. I think the piece that freaks me out a little bit about an Instapot is that it's also a pressure cooker. Yes, yes, that's and what it is. my parents had one back in the 80s, and I just remember a couple times my dad releasing the pressure too soon and the thing, like, exploding practically and denting our ceilings. Mm. <laughs> so they freaked me out a little bit, but speaking though— that these are far safer than, like, regular pressure cookers. Well, that's good. That's good. That's, that's what I hear. Speaking of cooking— I have mm-hmm. a recipe. I have to give you how to make a chocolate lava cake in a slow cooker. Mm. It is really good. But does that mean I need to get a new slow cooker? Because, you know, mine died when I tried to do that chili cook off at your house. Oh, right. I think you might be able to use the Instapot. Although if it's just a cake, I might be able to use one of my small ones. Right. Because I, I have yeah. a bunch of them. Just my regular size one is dead. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> and, then, and it doesn't get like a cake consistency. It is kind of an ooey gooey mess. But it's still good. <laughs> it's chocolate. Chocolate is good. Yeah. What you, so what have you been reading lately? Uh, the Lately, I've been trying to keep up with sort of my book club things. I do a couple of online book clubs. One is with Modern Mrs. Darcy, who's a blogger and other things. She is now an author and stuff, too. Right. Um, she has a book club and the main book pick for... March was called trying to find my Goodreads account. <laughs> like, where did it go? <laughs> um, also, Goodreads made a change lately or recently that drives me completely bonkers. But besides that, um, so that one is Stay With Me, which is a book I think it's set in Nigeria, but don't quote me on that. Um, well, it's recorded, it's quoted already. <laughs> um, <laughs> But it was an interesting book. I think um, it's rated really well. And a lot of people in my book club really, really, really loved it. I think I had a hard time relating to it because it's mostly about a marriage and kids and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I don't have those things. And so um, it wasn't as poignant, perhaps, for me as it was for other people. But um, another one I read this just recently was called An Unkindness of Ghosts, a science fiction uh, generation ship kind of thing um, that the Sword and Laser podcast was reading in March. And that one I really, really liked. Um, I really liked the main character a lot. Um, But what I'm reading right now is the new book by Michelle McNamara, the wife of Patton Oswalt, who died 
brother suddenly, was that last year? Two years ago? Um, but she was investigating who she came to call the um, Golden State Killer. Mm. And it's, so it's basically her, um, mostly her writing. It was kind of put together um, after she died by other people, but it was a lot of stuff that she right. wrote getting ready to, to write this book. Um, and I love true crime and all that stuff. And so far I'm kind of whizzing through it as much time as I have to read, which is not a lot, but, um, I'm probably close to a third of the way through it. And I just started a couple days ago, which, um, means I'm really enjoying it. I have a hard time putting it down to get other things done. So right. cause I'm really enjoying reading it, but, um, but yeah, it was, one of those things that I just don't know very much about this particular um, person um, and that has never been fa- you know, caught or whatever. And it was, you know, decades ago. So it's been pretty fascinating. Now, speaking of true crime, did I tell you about that most notorious podcast? I, that one does not ring a bell. Okay. So I was listening. I don't remember. I think it was maybe one of the radio shows I was listening to was talking about this. And um, they they go through true crimes. I don't remember the history they said. Um, but I know one of them was based. They talked about one. Maybe it was a two-parter about one in Minnesota. And it just sounded really interesting. And I keep trying to remember to tell you that. Because okay. I know you like that kind of stuff. <laughs> I do. The um, One of the podcasts that I listen to, try to keep up with really regularly is crime writers on where they um, kind of, they, it's a group of crime writers, surprisingly, and they go through and they cover different documentaries or other podcasts about true crime and kind of review them and discuss them. And um, they recently, wow, I totally lost my train of thought there. Oh, they were part of a um, podcast bracket. And they actually won. They oh, beat, nice. They, they met this Amer or they, they met, they beat this American life. <laughs> it's like the sort of granddaddy of podcasts. I right. mean, it's really sort of a radio show slash podcast, but, um, but yeah, crime writers on one. Nice. So nice. yeah, but anyway, yeah, it's, and this is not, I don't think this is one, the one that you just mentioned. I don't think this is a podcast that they've mentioned on their show. Okay. So yeah, I have to check it out. I haven't listened to it yet. It's been in my list, but. And then I've got in my hot little hands, just arrived yesterday, I think it arrived earlier than they said it was going to, is the World of Warcraft Chronicle Volume 3. <laughs> I saw that that's out. I haven't even finished reading one yet. <laughs> okay. I just realized, so I, I finished one a while ago, but then I just realized, I don't know if I ever got Volume 2. Like, the Volume 1 I have is a Kindle version. I thought I bought volume one as a hardback as well. I have to go look. But then I don't remember if I got volume two at all. So I'm like, well, I can't really read this yet. <laughs> I mean, I think you can read them out of any order. It doesn't matter. But I'm like, but it is kind of a timeline. So I'm like, oh, have I read? Do I know what's going on? But yeah, so it's it's always nice to get these. Yeah. I'm very excited. Especially since the alpha is coming out soon. All right. I should say is out. Um, hopefully they'll release the beta for the next expansion soon, but we'll talk about that later. Oh. Um, so what have you been knitting recently? The <laughs> I need to be more prepared. Um, <laughs> the let's see. The thing that I've been sort of obsessed with the last few days is it's called Easy. It's a scarf pattern by Martina Bame. Um, just the same person and who I have did to ask, Hitch, Hitchhiker. Is it easy? It is easy. Um, <laughs> it is, and it's one where, so I went to that class, Fifty Shades of Shawls, at um, at our yarn shop that was put on by Corey Eichelberger um, a couple of weeks ago. And this is one of the, it's not technically a shawl, it's a scarf, but it was one that she showed and um, recommended that we all get a, a, a skein of Zauber Ball and make one and a lot of Zelber ball was sold that night. One of them was sold to me and it's a, uh, my particular Zelber ball is shades of green, which I don't know. I love green, but I very rarely knit with it. Right. Um, and so I decided I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to do it in green. And it's been kind of a really nice relaxing 
thing. It's very straightforward, just a couple of rows to memorize that are very easy. So, and it'll be a really pretty gradient scarf when I'm done. Nice. How was that um, class? I really wanted to go and then I completely forgot that it was going on that night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, it was fun. Um, Corey, I really like, um, she had done her, um, thing at the shop with the book. Um, what was that called? 52 sweaters, Minnesota 52, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I just, I thought she was really fun. So I thought that this class would probably be fun as well. And she goes through, she shows you all these different shawls. Some of them she passes around. You can look at any of them and she just shows you different, um, different shapes, different construction types, different, you know, different things to think about. And, um, it was really, um, inspiring to me to think, you know, I really got to have to get some, you know, more, more of my shawls either finished or blocked or whatever and start trying to get them incorporated into my wardrobe. I'm terrible about wearing things that I've made. <laughs> so right. partly it's because I buy a lot of clothes that are prints and I also wear, make a lot of knits that are variegated and whatever. So mm-hmm. it's hard to match those things up. I need to buy more solid colors. Right. And I, I, I never know how to wear them. Cause I mean, as a guy, I can only wear them a couple of ways, mm. you know, and she did talk about styling a lot, but not necessarily like unisex styling perhaps. Right. right. <laughs> so, but she did have some interesting ideas about things that are maybe too small that don't really stay on all by themselves and, Things, you know, like closing in them and putting on buttons or, you know, right. things like that, that I hadn't really thought about that would actually really work great for probably a couple of things I have mm-hmm. if I knew how to sew. <laughs> <laughs> Which I keep saying, you just need to bring your machine over and we can just have a sewing day. Well, the way that I learn, I need to sit down and kind of like think it through and then get help with whatever isn't making sense. Well, you can still do that here. <laughs> We'll just sit down and think things through separately and then we'll come together. <laughs> and so. But your house isn't quiet. This is <laughs> I true. Quiet to think. This is true. Well, I can always kick people out. Well. I can, I can, you know, bribe them with here. Here's money. Go to Pizza Ranch or something. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple kids that wouldn't mind going to them on a shopping spree. I'll just give them money. Go, go shopping. <laughs> mm. But yeah, I've got so many projects to try and finish sewing that. I need, I need an excuse. I'm trying to remember what I've been knitting recently. I've still been working on my scoreboard for my friend. Um, that's my always been my go-to when I just, I don't know what I want to knit. I mean, all of us, we've all got hundreds of projects just laying around somewhere. Something like that. Yeah. And I've been working on my, up slightly. my temperature blanket, which uh. is starting to get heavy. <laughs> and I think I'm only... 20 some days in it and it's still freaking heavy. <laughs> That's what serves me right for going for a queen size. Right. Well, and mine is just still a bag of yarn. So <laughs> I don't know. It might have to be next year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just keep the spreadsheet going. People can just, you know, pick up wherever they would like. Right. Although um, since I'm planning to do mine in crochet, that should go a lot faster yeah, once I get started. Yeah, so I will. might actually be able to catch up if I get started maybe sometime in April. Yeah, this knitting one, it is taking a while. I'm quite I'm quite a few days behind. Um I tried taking it on a trip when we went to Bemidji last week and it stayed in the bag. I had these granules that like three three hour car ride. I could totally knock this out. And what did I end up working on? The scoreboard scarf. I right. shouldn't have even brought it with. I should have just brought the other one. Yeah. Um, but I have been, and I wish I had it in front of me again, another person who didn't prepare. Um, <laughs> but there was something and it's not anything new. Um, I'm going to pull open my knit program so I can remember what it's called. Um, I think it's Stephen B pattern and I saw it and it was in my, cause I like snap stuff with my phone or do screen captures of things that I see to add later. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to clean up space on my phone and I saw this one. I'm like, okay, I really want to make this. It's the Ziggy Stardust Cowl. Um, and it's just, it's got this kind of nice gray um, main color. And then the contrasting color, they used um, one of those Freya, like, rainbow ones. Mm. That just nice, beautiful gradient in there. And they're kind of like a zigzag pattern that it peeks through the gray. 
And it's just, I really like it. I want to make it bigger because I don't like cowls that are too close to my neck. This one looks like it might be okay. Um, but I can't use the Freya because my wife's allergic to wool. So I'm trying to figure out what yarn I could substitute with but still get the same exact effect. So I'm going to mm. have to hunt. Because um, I'd like to take that on my trip to my Sioux Falls trip next week. Or not next week, the week after. Um, I was going to say, you've got other plans next right. week? <laughs> Yeah, no, it's either that or I'm going to work on my Wonder Woman wrap because that's been sitting in my project forever and I still haven't done that one either, but I have the stuff for it. So mm. it'll be one of those two, I think, because I need something different than the scoreboard shawl right? or scarf. Um, and I've also got my ranger cowl that I've been trying to work on, too, because I really want that as well. So... What have you been eyeing um, lately? The You know, I, I'm trying to develop a daily habit, which is not working really great, of just checking the patterns page on Ravelry just to see, like, right. the like top favorites. Right. Because frequently the ones that are hot right now are also free right now. Oh. Um, so because that's why they're hot. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they've got a coupon code or something like right. that. So um, the... the say one that I found that way recently that I really loved I had loaded up on my screen and then I forgot that that's why it was there so I went and did something else um is this one yeah there's a new shawl called altitude um and we will link this in the show notes um but it's a it's a triangular shawl, but it's an asymmetrical. Ooh. Like I'm not super keen on triangular shawls a lot of the time, right. especially if they're super deep triangles. Um, but um, but this one is not super deep, and it's also um, kind of off to an angle, and it's kind of fun. So it actually is free right now as I'm looking at it. So um, maybe this one just is free, which is kind of fun. Um, but it's, it's kind of straightforward and simple, but... Um, but looks like it would be fun to knit. Right, right. Um, and then I've been noticing that a lot of last year's shop hop patterns are showing up as free or highly discounted right now, too. Yes. Which I'm yeah. excited about. I need to go and make sure that I've got them all. I still right. don't know if the owl hat has ever been shown up. I don't think so. Okay. Um, but I do try to remember to check every once in a while. And the way that they did the shop hop last year by putting everything. Well, so Stephen B pattern Gaga Shroud is in the hot right now because he's been pushing it on right. social media. <laughs> so right. He's getting some attention. Um, but they were all supposed to put them. They created a bundle for the Minnesota Yarn Shop Hop 2017. Uh, so every once in a while I go there too, just to see if there's anything that has shown up that wasn't there originally. Um, and so far I have not seen that darn owl hat turn up. Yeah. Which is too bad. Yeah. It was fun. I, I mean, I've got the paper pattern, but like you, I really like the digital versions. Yeah. I have become very, very attached to being able to pull stuff up in right. a knitting app rather than, um, carrying around paper that gets misplaced or left at home or whatever. So it's like I always have stuff easily available either on my iPad or my phone. Right. So we get so dependent on those things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of digital, though, I did come across um, an article. I think maybe it was a week and a half ago um, on theatlantic.com called Skynet, How an AI Took Over an Adult Knitting Community. And it talks about how a developer um, put together a neural net program, basically, to kind of come up with patterns. And it doesn't necessarily mean, like, it's a full actual pattern. It's kind of like how when you've got those um, discussion bots where you can chat with a bot and it will give you answers, mm -hmm. it basically just learns um, and so they just fed it a ton of different pa uh, patterns and then it just spit out knitting code, essentially, because pretty much knitting, that's all it really is. It's just code um, and mathematics mm -hmm. in a way. So it spit out these things and then they put them in a I think it was a Ravelry group and the community in there 
try to, I mean, they knew ahead of time that this is what this was. And they tried to um, knit them and they nicknamed the whole effort Project Hilarious Disaster because, you know, really the, the code hasn't like it doesn't really make anything real. Um, and they posted some pictures in this article of the different, you know, things that people have done. And it, it was kind of funny um, how I mean, they do, had they said they had to do some major interpretation to kind of get some of the patterns to work right. Um, but it was just kind of interesting just to see what it came up with. But I thought that was interesting that this could be a route where we could all of a sudden maybe someday just have bots that are creating patterns that we're using. That'd be weird. It would be weird. But I, I think kind of fascinating at the same time. I, I was tempted to try and see if I could find this group and see what patterns I could find and try and make some of them. Because that could be a nice little challenge when you're when I'm in a funk. Of course, then I'd probably get frustrated and just throw the whole thing away. <laughs> that would be a very sad, sad loss of yarn. Well, okay. I wouldn't throw it away. I'd rip it out. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I won't go that far. <laughs> I mean, right hell. On, like, it's just scraps. Right. It's yarn. hard enough to like, <laughs> when you've got like maybe a couple of feet of yarn still, it's like, oh, but this was a nice yarn. I don't want to get rid of this. <laughs> So I have if, if my yarn stash, I've got one shelf that just has all these teeny tiny little sad balls of yarn that I don't know what to do with yet. What, they, why are they sad? Because they're just sitting there. I'm not doing anything with them. <laughs> <laughs> like put them in a, a, a jar and they can be pretty decoration or something. Well, yeah, but they'd have to stay like in my office again because my wife would be like, why is this out? This is supposed to be in your yarn area. <laughs> oh, well, such is life. So what have you been watching lately? Um, well, my mainstay, of course, is all of the, the crime shows, all right. of the NCISs. I, I see a pattern here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did grow up, you know, my first books when I was a kid were Nancy Drew. So I kind of tend toward the crime and mystery right. stuff. Um, but uh, what else? What else? Well, of course, there's the new season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even know how I feel about this season, to be honest. Well, it's early days. It is. It is very early. And it's like, I, I'm i a diehard fan. I've seen it since I've watched it live since the very first season. And I liked the early shows. There was something raw about it and new like you knew it wasn't like a super high-end production but it still was really good to watch i don't know something feels like it's missing in this new one but i'm still enjoying it i'm, I'm not mm -hmm. gonna say i don't like it i'm still enjoying it um i don't like like some of i don't know some of the older queens from the first few seasons like they knew the history they knew where they came from these newer queens seem like all of them are all like, I grew up watching Drag Race and so I wanted to be a drag queen. But they don't always know the history, which I think is a little sad, but it is what it is. And did you watch the one where um, Vanjie, you've watched that episode where the first one that um, was yep. let go, right? Yeah. I did not. Did, and you watched the one where they were talking about um, Michelle leaned over and kept saying to RuPaul, Vanjie, Vanjie. <laughs> And she's like, you better stop. <laughs> I didn't understand why she kept saying her name over and over again at the end. I really didn't. I feel like. I have no idea. Well, and I think most people didn't understand what was happening. Like we were missing some sort of insider joke or maybe that's her thing at the end of all of her shows. I don't know. But something just like I didn't get it. Yeah, I don't know. So who's your favorite queen so far? Ugh. Right? Um like, I really, I, I really love Eureka's personality. I do too. Um, we'll see. Um, wait, I don't know if I, I don't know if I like any of them all that much. Right. Neither do I. And they all are sort of all, I mean, there are some things that I, that I appreciate about some, um, Ms. Cracker kind of cracks me up. Um, yes, which is a good thing. Um, but I don't know. It just seems like there's all there's so many. Right. I don't think that I can quite nail down much yet. Right. But 
And and usually I pretty much can kind of pick a favorite from the first couple episodes. And so far, I just I can't figure out anybody yet. Yeah. Um, I kind of like Yua. Yeah. Only because Rue keeps making a joke or Michelle. Michelle made a joke. <laughs> she was trying to say something. Yua, Yua, Yua. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Um, yeah, I'm oh, looking at the names also- here. Yeah, I just pulled up. I really want to like Blair St. Clair. Um, although out of pictures. drag, he looks like he's 12. So right. it's a little weird to me. But, oh my I God. Mean, then, weird. then there's the one that's super buff. Yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> and of course, I none of these one, these articles that I'm pulling up have any kind of picture. So I don't even remember who that is. But yeah, I was like, wow. And what did you think of? Let's talk about um, uh, All Stars three. How did you feel about that one? Um, I like how it ended up. I did. I did too. I was. Um, you know, I think if, the thing is, is that I haven't. Se- I still haven't seen all the seasons, so I hadn't seen a lot of them before. Right. So to me, they were all new. Right. Um, I think it was, and it was the first season of All Stars that I've watched. Okay. So. Um, so I wasn't really, I didn't realize that the format was going to be a little different, um, right. with the Queens themselves taking each other out. <laughs> well, and, and that was new since number two, because the first all stars, it was, I believe the same kind of format where it was, okay. they had to lip sync for the life and then they were, you know, pared down. And then in season two, they did the lip sync for your legacy. So that, so for season three, that was nothing new in, in this regard, but it was still fairly new. Um, but I was really surprised at Dela leaving. I yeah. think I think she could have taken it and won the entire thing. Yeah, that was disconcerting might be a word. I don't know. Right. But I mean, I think it's one of those it's like any other reality show that I watch where I, it's always a little tough when someone takes themselves mm-hmm. out when um you know, other people would have loved to have been there or right. other people are, you know, are fighting or whatever. I got it. But right. on the other hand, yeah. it's kind of like things that bothered me with the celebrity big brother. <laughs> right. And I like that both of these, these all stars and the celebrity big brother that they were eight, they feel like more shortened version. Yeah. Cause sometimes these like regular big brother can feel like it's just dragging on forever. Well, because it is, it's it three is. months long. Yeah. Well, but but even even in the early days of Big Brother, they did it similar where it was like Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. You know, it went bing, 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 all every week. It was just really fast. And so it wasn't as many weeks. And now I think for the regular Big Brother, now it's only a couple days a week, I think. Uh, it's still three nights a week. Okay. But it's still, yeah, I mean, it. It still seems like I mean I, I think if the you know weeks were more like four days right <laughs> that, right that but on the other hand during in the you know the Celebrity Big Brother was on during the Olympics right? right so they were on almost every night of the week because they could get some ratings where right. they're not going to get ratings with their regular TV shows that aren't on right, right. so um, which in when with regular Big Brother being out in the summer it's not as much of a problem right. But it's all about the ratings, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm I liked like I I liked how short it was. I'm still tired of the fact that they seem to be using the same set of games over and over again. I mean, they'll change out the theme of the game, but it's essentially the same game. Yeah. And it's like the first few first half of the seasons, it, it, it was always a different game. It always felt like it was a completely new game that they were going to play this week or for, you know, whatever, HOH or Vito. Yeah. It, they didn't repeat things that often. Um, and I missed that because it was it showed a lot of creativity on the producer's part of coming up with something completely new. But now it's like these these contestants, they can they kind of know what to expect. Like, oh, it's that game. I know what I have to do here. Well, yeah, which I mean, there's sort of. On the one hand, I appreciate the people who actually like prepare for right. those games, and then other people are, you know, they've never watched a season of Big Brother in their lives, and so they have no <laughs> oh idea what's coming. <laughs> we know exactly which two people you're talking about. <laughs> Wait, I'm not sure if I remember. You mean I had to vote? Like, I voted for him to stay. 
Oh, from Celebrity. Yeah. Yes. Was, yeah. That was hilarious. Oh, my Having God. Celebrity folks in a you know smaller house with right. a shorter time frame and people just you know, oh. couple of the contestants not having the faintest clue how the game works it's at like, all. I want some of those. Let alone the individual games. <laughs> right. And like some of those, I want audio clips, like of the one guy going, what's a back door? <laughs> <laughs> like that is a loaded question right there. <laughs> but yeah, it was like, how can you be on a game that you don't know a darn thing about? Right. Yeah. Right. That was, that was well, weird. Yeah. Which kind of explained in the one case in particular why. You know, he ended up kind of wanting to get voted out because I don't think he realized he was going to be sort of trapped in this house. Right, for, right. For, you know, right. it was only four weeks. I think it was about four for them total. Yeah. But um, but Which, still, I, I don't think no. he realized kind of how intense it was going to be. No. And and yay for Ross for totally like really um getting that information out of uh, Omarosa. Yeah, that was o- fantastic. Omarosa, sorry. He, he was my favorite thing about that show. Oh God, I don't yes. Even know like what would Celebrity Big Big Brother be like without Ross Matthews on it? I don't know. Right, and it was just like some of his his diary he needs ones. He's on every season. Yeah, he does because like his diary notes were hysterical. Like like oh my God, I got H and H. He was just adorable to watch. Totally. Yeah. Yes. And that's why I think I like that he's on Drag Race so we get more Ross. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know where he came from, but he's one of my favorite. I think he started out on Jimmy Kimmel, Conan, one of those late night shows um, Mm -hmm. as a, not a sidekick, whatever they call him. I don't, you can tell I don't watch these shows. Um, Yeah, me neither, really. (laughs) But apparently that's where he started. And then from there he got, I think, a lot of red carpet work through E. So. Oh. Yeah. He was known as an intern and a correspondent for The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. There you go. Where he was known as Ross the Intern. I do kind of remember that a little bit. But I I mean, I didn't watch that regularly. No, neither do I. I, I'm at work already. So, yeah. Now, you had one more comment about Drag Race, right? Well, like, um, oh, what's her name? Um, Did I still the page up? No, of course. I (laughs) closed the page with their names on it. But the, the, the gal, the. The one who's she's from China, but she has a Japanese drag name. Um, you are you you. Yohua Yohua. Oh, I I had her name a minute ago. Yeah, you are. Yeah, Why it's just it? you are. I well, think. it's okay. Every vowel in Jap, like if it's a Japanese name, every vowel is a syllable. Right. Whether it's attached to a consonant or not, I'm like, what's that other thing called? <laughs> Um, well, anyway, like, for instance, like, she's really pretty not in drag. Right. Like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, not much work needed there. Right. <laughs> no illusion really needed. <laughs> no. Um, Some of them are, and it's, it's kind of freaky. Yeah. And the one, whoever it was that said something about when Blair got out of drag and looked turned into a Boy Scout, I'm like, <laughs> that's so true. It's like that's exactly right. Like a twelve-year-old boy scout. Right. What was the one? Um, oh, is it Cameron Michaels? The one that's yeah, the popping yeah. iron one. And when he got out of drag, and so he was like, "Well, damn, I didn't know they were gonna trade up in here." <laughs> that was kind of funny. I, I, I yeah. Right. Well, yeah, I didn't rewatch episode two yet, but I just finished rewatching episode one. And I had forgotten about that whole thing where, like, I think it was Yahoo again, like, could not tell any of the black ladies apart. No, yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, like, really? Are you mayhem? Or no, you're vi- no. <laughs> and they called her out on it, too. I thought that was funny. Right? We all look alike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was good. That was good. I mean, I mean, you do look different. I mean, most of them look different in drag than right. not in drag. But. Right. <laughs> well, and I think sometimes that's funny because like oh, even she's 22 halfway she's through the season, up. even when they're out of drag, sometimes I'm like, okay, which queen are you? Oh, but Aquaria is even younger. It's 21. Yeah. Oh, babies. What do, you, what do you think about that whole, um, they're stealing my look thing. Ugh. I don't even think they looked alike in that one when she goes, oh, now she's putting on my makeup. And it's like, 
no, you're wearing something different. Your eyes are totally different. Yeah, I was. Well, and then I, I, I don't know if I know enough to know what made it like they were saying something about the same eyebrows or whatever. I'm like, right. how many ways are there to do your eyebrows? Right, right. Like, well, I mean, I mean, apparently there's been I mean, it seems like there's some history between. Well, right. The two they did do a specific back. they talk about it more in episode two. They did do a specific photo shoot where they did the same makeup. And apparently now, supposedly, she co- she'll copy her makeup and her looks like after the fact. Um, but. In that instance, when she turned around and she said, now she's doing my makeup, they didn't even look alike to me. Right. I mean, yeah, it was a thin brow, but the eye shadow was completely different. Well, yeah, I mean, they were. uh, Yeah, I don't. I did not think that it was similar. I think they're pushing for a fight or some sort of controversy there. And I don't really think there is one. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. Well, and then like Corey is 21. So. And Ms. Cracker's 33. So who's copying who? Right. Well, and then the other thing is like back in, I mean, when you, you watch Drag Race and you hear them talk, a lot of it is even, I think even Rua says you, you, you copy things. You find what, you, you know, is working for people and you copy it and you make it your own. It's a lot of duplicating and copying. Well, a lot and, of art is that way. Right. Like, exactly. I mean, even, you know, when I'm designing cards, I'm not. I'm not coming up with all of these things out of the bright blue no. sky. I'm looking at different things and I like this element. Right. And I like exactly. That thing. And then yep. I kind of make my own thing out of it. As a graphic designer, I do the same thing. Yep. What other new shows have you watched recently? New shows. Well, my latest fun thing on Netflix was um, the Santa Clarita diet. Okay. With um, Drew Barrymore and, a guy whose name I should know by now because I've watched all 20 episodes of the show. But, um, but you know, when you watch on Netflix, when you just go from one show, you know, like one episode to the next, right, it right. doesn't do the, um, the beginning piece where you get the trailer or the, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, the cast and all that stuff. The intro. <laughs> yeah. Um, it skips by that when you're just watching oh, one right, after the other. Right. So I'm like, ah, that guy has a name. I have no idea what it was, but I liked Drew Barrymore. So um, she was on an episode of something else I saw recently. And so I said, Oh yeah, I was meaning to watch that show. I should check it out and, you know, just kind of see, even though I have a zillion other shows that I'm trying to get caught up with. Um, so I turned it on and just couldn't stop watching. It's hilarious. And see, so, that's, that's probably one that won't go on my list. So you'll have to let me know how, it, how, how it fares as it keeps going. Yeah. Well, the second season just dropped so it's going to be a while before another season but um but yeah i thought i like when they handle like as much as i love um the walking dead although i have not been able to get myself to watch the new season because it just is it keeps getting sad right and i think (laughs) i'm gonna have to wait to watch it i think i I sort of build it up and watch it a bunch at a time but but you know it's like but a thing where it's sort of like a zombie show but it was but it's funny and it's kind of funny to see how this family handles this situation um you know in a sort of a sitcom way but sort of like if this really happened how would you how would you like hide this from the world and <laughs> um, and it's it, the premise is really amusing to me and it's 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 been a lot of fun to watch okay so i, I might have to la- check it out i might have lots to check it out yeah if you need something that's you know laughs and kind of silly that's your show okay yeah, and I still, I think I'm still in, like, season three of Walking Dead. I'm, like, yeah. way behind. And I never did ever finish, like, True Blood either. Oh. I think I've only got up to, like, season three of that one as well. <sighs> Too many shows, not enough time. Right. This is why I want to retire early, so I can just sit around, knit, and watch TV. Sounds lovely. And eat cake. Mm, ice cream. I'll take ice cream. How about cake and ice cream? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a pie. <laughs> Can we do like a Golden Girls thing? Yes. We'll just start pulling everything out of the fridge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's always my favorite part of that show is when they do their late night stuff and then they're like, I think we've got some cherries from blah, blah, blah. And I think I've got this. And they just start pulling out everything. <laughs> it's like, it's what? Probably midnight and they're just like buffet. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. So how about you? What have you been watching? Um, so I've been watching 
I've been trying to catch up with, um, oh my God, so many shows. I'm going to have to pull out my phone and start looking at it again. I know <laughs> I've been watching, um, keeping, I'm keeping up with Will and Grace, the new season, uh, which is really good. Um, I just watched one today, the, the latest one today. I watched the new Roseanne, which was very interesting. I, I know I texted you this earlier. Um, I thought it was, it's very much the same show that it was before. And like, I didn't watch all of the seasons, even though I now have them on DVD. Um, I haven't watched all the seasons of the original, um, but I did enjoy how it did feel more like kind of that middle America family. I mean, watching it, it kind of was like my parents back and forth. Um, and so this newer version, still, it's still them, still the same thing. But I, I feel like just like they did before, they're dealing with tough issues. Um, and this one, they kind of, it was political, but not heavily political. And they showed both sides. I think I thought they did a, a fair job of that. And they also handled other things on the side, like, you know, a boy who wants to wear fabulous clothing all the time. And how do you deal with that when you're, you know, a, a Midwestern family? Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, what else did I watch? Oh, Krypton, the new um, TV show Krypton, which is, um, I think, what did they say? It's Superman's grandfather's story. Um, and it's a little hard to explain, but basically somebody from the future comes back to Krypton to tell him that he's got to do something to save Superman. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh. what? <laughs> because he doesn't <laughs> know what's going on. Um, but it was good. I thought it, it's by sci-fi channels putting it on and, uh, it had some really good effects and some good, some good storyline. And there was like two episodes or one episode out so far. Um, and I watched that and I, I'm, I'm hooked already. So I can't wait to see how that goes, goes on. Um, and then I've been doing um, the good fight, which is the, um, for somebody who likes like, not real, oh, you're more true crime, not really lawyer. The things are you? Well, it depends. Okay. And you know, cause yeah, I never watched the good wife. Um, okay. Partly just because, I watch too much TV. Right. And so I just have to draw the line right. somewhere. Like I'm not starting any new shows, <laughs> but then sometimes I'll make an exception. Like for example, I really, really love bull. Okay. But I only started watching it because it's got, it stars Michael Weatherly who I've been following his career forever. He's the reason I started watching the original NCIS, NCIS okay. really him and Mark Harmon. Right. But, um, well, but yeah, you know, so NCIS a is a, is a spinoff from Jag, right? Right. And yeah. I did watch that. Too. Okay. So my wife's going through that again for like the third time. Uh, um, it's a good one. But yeah. And, and I'm starting the good wife again with my mom because she never saw it. And we started watching the good fight and she's like, what is this on? So I had to go back and show her. So now we're watching those together. But yeah, the good fight I think is doing a really good job. Um, it's a little, it's the same, but different from the good wife. And I really love the cast of characters and what they're dealing with. And the main character, Diane right now, she's, going through kind of the same thing that I've been going through lately. It's like, I'm too old to give a crap. <laughs> I don't care what's happening anymore. Screw it all. <laughs> just it, whatever is going to come my way is coming my way. I'll just deal with it. But yeah, it's so it's been kind of interesting to watch. And they're doing this whole like it's this kill all the lawyers scare. So like lawyers getting killed off. <laughs> And so everybody's like in lockdown mode and always kind of freaked out. The newest things could, you know, like they get a powder in the mail and it, they think it's a threat. And so it's been kind of interesting um, and funny at the same time. So, yeah, that's that's one of my main ones I've been watching. Um, I could go on and on. There's a lot of things that I try to rotate through. <laughs> I'm still trying to get through um, Black Lightning as well, which is a new one. I don't think that's on Netflix. That's regular TV, I think. And that's a DC or Marvel. I can never keep them straight. My friend would know. Um, but that one's really good, too. So, yeah, there's, oh, my God, so much good TV going on right now. Yeah. I know um, you've been doing some gaming, though, lately. Right? You've been doing Sims and stuff? Well, so I tried out the new Sims Mobile. Um, I, I want to like it. But it's really, it's really focused on, it, the focus is very different from the PC game that I know and love and have been playing forever and ever and ever. Right. So, um, and it's, in one way, it's kind of cool that there's a social aspect to it. But of course, none of my friends play. So. Right. 
that makes it less. I mean, I'm not really super keen on just socializing with strangers. Right. Um, Me neither. But the. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's got a different focus when you go to work. It actually takes real time to do that. It's not like it just buzzes through eight hours and their person comes back to their house. Right. On the other hand, you get to hang out with them at work and you get to have them, you know, you kind of control their tasks and things like that to get through it faster. But hell, I already do work at work. I don't want to do that. Right. Right. I think I tried playing it for at least a week. I was playing it pretty regularly, but it just was really time consuming and not all that fun. Right. So I haven't played for a while, but I gave it a I, I gave it a shot. I'm not sh- sure that I won't at, ever pick it up again, but um, it just did not capture right. my attention. Um, the one thing that I've been playing for months and months and I play every single day is Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Um, it is definitely not the same game as the con like the handhold hand handheld handheld console game that i have been playing for years um that your mom plays too right my mom does play too um although it doesn't (laughs) you sort of there is a social element to it um but it's very it's different than the social element that the actual like the regular console game has so it's kind of um kind of interesting but every once in a while you'll see different i do play with some rivalry friends so um so every once in a while they kind of show up in your camp and that's kind right. of fun. But um, but that one I do play pretty regularly. Um, and then I'm trying to get back into Pokemon Go. <laughs> um, I have a couple of a uh, couple of coworkers who are very diehard players. Um, so I'm actually See, trying to get back into that a little I bit. I would love and I've played that on and off. I keep downloading it and then I play it for a little bit and then I delete it again and then I download it. And I just don't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's definitely a problem if, you know, you, you know, like even today I pulled out my phone a couple of times while I was running errands, but I wasn't near enough to a Pokestop. And when I'm in, when I'm driving my car, I, I have my phone in do not disturb mode. I do not, you know, I don't even try to pretend to think about, you know, like catching Pokestops while I'm driving. I will when I'm a passenger. So I might do that a little bit on the shop hop, although my main focus during shop hop while we're in the car is making sure that my mom gets us to the next location. So, you yes. know, <laughs> she gets grumpy if you don't enter in that address right away. <laughs> right. Well, and making sure that, you know, left and right are kept straight, you know, it's important. Right. Um, things like that. Well, that and getting my photos posted to Instagram. Right. <laughs> so, right. Well, and I was going to talk about that. I'm in the alpha of the wow expansion, but uh-huh. I haven't actually gone in and done it yet because we've had everything happen this week. So yeah. since you mentioned the shop hop, we should probably talk about that upcoming, what it is and why it's important to us. Cause we will be recording it and then posting our experience um, as an episode in like a week. So yeah. what is the shop hop? So the Minnesota yarn shop hop is a, it's basically sort of a yarn crawl, but um, I think it's, I don't know why they call it a shop hop. I like to think it's because it usually is sometime around Easter time. So oh, it's fun to hop. That makes sense. Um, I have no idea. That's just my made up story. Um, but well, I like it. So so. Well, yeah. Yeah. Cause I was talking to some people at work about it and they're like, Oh, so it's like a, like a pub crawl, but for yarn. And I'm like, yeah, basically. So you go around to a bunch of shops in the greater twin cities area. Right. <laughs> um, and this year there'll be 15 shops participating. How many and- were there last year? Uh, I feel like we've lost a couple. Well, so they, they kind of come and go. So last year, I think it might have been down to 14. Um, someone really should really write a history, right? Like, yes, that would be you, Christy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll get right on that. Um, <laughs> but because, um, yeah, last year we had lost a couple of shops. Um, and we gained the, one this uh, year for sure. And we gained one. Well, and then like last year there was one that closed it's closed Crafty but then Planet, there's a new right? shop now that yeah yeah and well there were two that were closed last right. year i think needlework unlimited also was closed before last year's right um and yeah and crafty planet and now there's a new shop where i'm pretty sure it's exactly where crafty planet was called knit and bolt yeah which i'm excited um, for and then there's there's one shop that has new ownership and they changed the name so linden is now needles and skeins or something like that. So same, same shop, just different ownership. Um, so yeah, it's a little bit different every year, but there are shops from Excelsior and prior Lake all the way to 
what's on the east side. I don't Knit see. From the heart. So and, wait, which one was the one that's under new ownership? Uh, Linden. And where that were was, they? Uh, I don't remember. It's like, I think the address is technically in Minnetonka, but. Okay, because these are it, the shops. These are the participating. I'm looking at the book that I got today. Ah. Three, three Kittens, <laughs> W Yarn Shop, our home shop. All About Yarn, Knit and Bold, Amazing Threads, knit, Knitting from the Heart, Darn Knit Anyway, Lakeside Yarn, Lyle and Claudine's, The Yarnery, Needle and Skein, Twisted Loop Yarn Shop, Sheep Yarn Shop, Unwind Yarn Shop, and Stephen B. Yep. One, two, three, yeah, four. so Needle and Skein is the one that used to be Linden. Oh, okay. St. Louis Park. Got it. Oh, yeah, St. Louis Park. That's what it is. Okay. It's Excelsior Boulevard. Right. Yep. If memory yep. serves, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, um, I've been going to, been going on the shop for a bunch of years now. I don't even remember how many years. Um, I'd have to like go back in my Ravelry pattern history, I think, to figure out how long. Right. <laughs> um, and, but and I've been doing all of the shops for a few years. And then my mom and I started doing that several years ago. Right. And, and then Bert joined us, what, a couple, two, three I years ago? I think this is my fourth, fourth year. Maybe. I think. Yeah. So. Because I think I the, first, make, the no. first year I only went one day and then now two years I've gone two days in a row. Yeah. yeah. That sounds days. great. And yep. we should, I should also add that this is, they also do a hop for a cause, which is they, um, they collect thousands of dollars for Minnesota area food shelves as well, which I think is great. Yep. I and wrote out my check today for that. Yep. So. And I made my wife pick up my easy pass. So. Yeah, so it's kind of um, kind of fun to be able to um, contribute to a good cause and at the same time go visit all these yarn shops where you can um, – each shop offers a pattern that you can get for free. And then there's um, – Limited edition Every yarn. shop has special yarn that they've had created that they've worked with a dyer or that whoever on. That you can on. only get by going to the shop. So Exactly. Yeah. So um, I am a little bit nuts and I usually buy – some you know that at least one skein of the special yarn right. um, from every single shop. I'm a little. I consider it insulation. I'm actually um, freaking out because I have my Sioux Falls trip the very next week, and I'm like, I can't spend any money. <laughs> how, no! am I, how am I going? How am I? How am I going to buy yarn? I'm really going to have to butter up my wife to say like, can I just like have a couple, you know, hundred dollars? <laughs> well, right. I mean, I mean, I, I know I at least need lunch for both days. <laughs> Possibly dinner. Yes. yes. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm like, oh. It's good to have some, you know, that's part of, you know, it's kind of fun to, it's fun to run into different people that we know from our yarn shop out and about at other yep. yarn shops in the Twin Cities area. It's just, it's fun to get to know other shop owners a little bit. And, here and there. I'll be dyeing my beard next week. Oh. And then we I can. I don't have a, th see, this is, I think that people didn't notice our really cool, like, yarn, um, matchiness because everybody's so distracted by your rainbow beard i know we started <laughs> counting how many times people said nice beard i'll have to be like yeah, that's awesome. whenever they say that i'll be like and check out our cowls i'm gonna we're just gonna have to be verbal about it <laughs> like like do, look do at our my matching mom cowls. i need to do some sort of dying too like what can <laughs> maybe, i dye my maybe. hair <laughs> maybe we should make our our hair match the color of our cowls then it's obvious I do like the colors that I chose for my cowl. Right. <laughs> I'm not sure well, if they translate well to hair. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm excited for that. Um, I just enjoy being in the car with your mom, to be honest. She's she's kind of a hoot. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to get her on our on our audio as well. There might be some bleeping happening. There, there very well could. There almost definitely will be. Yeah, if we want to be a family friendly podcast. Um, oh. yeah, the, uh, I think, you know, it's, it's a little tricky. Like I drive in rush hour traffic all the time, so I'm kind of used to it, but dear mom is retired now, so mm -hmm. she doesn't have to deal with all that traffic all the time. No. Um, so dealing with it during the shop hop, cause we try to do all the shops on Thursday and Friday. Um, the shop goes through Saturday and Sunday as well. Right. Can be a challenge. Yep. <laughs> with all the, you know, like real traffic out there. So, um, but on the other hand, the weekdays sometimes work better for parking and right. stuff like that in some of the shops. So, yeah. But, and I'm working. Yeah. One of my favorite things all year. I'm volunteering my time at our yarn shop on Saturday. 
um, because of their theme. So each each yarn shop hop each year they do a theme, and this year is inspired by heroes. Um, and so our shop is doing one, and I'm not going to spoil it. Well, by the time, they, well, no, I, I'm not going to spoil it. Um, Those have been announced for most shops. Have they? Oh, yeah. well, then ours ours is doing like a Renaissance type hero. Um, and so since Camelot. I Camelot. Camelot, yep. And since I'm doing, uh, since I do Renfest, I'm gonna, and I'm probably gonna get my youngest daughter with me. We're gonna dress up in our Renfest gear and just hang out that day. And either she's gonna either have us be door greeters, or I might suggest because she's doing a photo booth as well. Um, we could help with the photo booth, be a prop. <laughs> I'll just stand there. But I have to work on my, like, my renaissance stuff, like, you know, um, huzzah. And I don't even know what they say when when you welcome people, like, you know, good day, fair maidens or something like that. And I have to, like, look the stuff up and read it. Because I normally don't really talk that much when I'm at RenFest. I drink. So <laughs> there's not a whole lot of time. not going to go over well at the shop. No, no. Um, so there's that. But, yeah. But I was going somewhere else with that, too. I would be happy to help with stuff at our shop, but I have not been asked. Um, But on the other hand, I also have to do my one of my fantasy baseball drafts that Saturday. Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But people because I don't have enough interests. People can find more information because our podcast should be out before then um, at Minnesota Yarn Shop Hop dot com. And they're on Facebook, on Ravelry and Twitter and Instagram. So and definitely follow Instagram because Christy will be posting all of her pictures of the shops the patterns the not the patterns themselves but like the pictures of the 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 patterned piece and the yarn and stuff like that yep so that's always fun we have a lot of people that follow that a lot of people are who are who want to make sure that i'm going to continue doing it right i don't even remember why i started doing it i just thought it would be kind of fun and but then it turned out that a lot of folks who either can't go on the shop hop you know some folks are uh, some of the um people i hear from the most are other shop owners and stuff who have to be at their own shops they they can't go on the hop so right they get to kind of live vicariously through right my crazy instagram feed (laughs) and so that pretty much brings us to the the end i think of Everything we had to talk about today. I mean, we can keep going on and on. It's very easy for us to. Um, Thanks thank- for putting up with us for the last <laughs> forty-five minutes, or however. Well, it's been longer than that. It's I don't been know an how hour and twenty-five. <laughs> well, well, we're gonna cut this down. It'll be a little less cut. Right. Thank you for listening. You can find our show notes and episodes on our website at superchunkypodcast.com or by subscribing to our show in iTunes or other podcasting services. So what you drinking? <laughs> well, hold on. I just I just <laughs> went to move my iPad so I could see it because it's like behind my microphone. I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep moving around. And now my iPad's upside down and won't... Oh. <laughs> I'm like, will you turn? Oh, God, I need a new iPad so bad. Mm. And then I realized all my sounds were... Are you knitting now? Am I knitting right now? Yeah. No, I'm, um, well, I'm actually putting those World of Warcraft Chronicles books on my wish list. (laughs) (laughs) Eventually, we'll probably get to a point where we can knit while we do this. So then in the background, maybe we'll hear some needles clicking. I don't know. Perhaps. Perhaps.